welcome to this special episode of Last Night Recap, where we look at the Americas and EMEA Apple EDU chat, and we recap it in a serious but not way. I'm your host, Martin Coots, and I'm joined as ever by my friends and colleagues, Mr. Matthew Pullen. Good evening, or afternoon, or morning, depending on where you are. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, very good, thanks. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You've been uh, busy doing some preparation work over the past few days? Uh, you know, just trying to get get ahead of the game with certain things. Um, you know, make sure that, that staff and students are, are catered for. Um, I think we're, we're due to close next week and I've got an assignment due on Friday. So just wanted to make sure students are all clear on what they need to do. So just, yeah, prepping videos and and okay. resources for them. Yeah, we'll talk more about is that gonna be, probably. Yeah, yeah. Is that going to be your, your last thing to kind of kind of take in before the close and then you'll you'll set them some other assignments or so we well no we're we're pretty much done now my input is pretty much done um okay. easter break comes up and then they have exams not long after that so they're they're from my point of view a lot of their work is done uh um, okay. i think there's a good opportunity here again we'll i'm sure we'll talk about this in in the chat a bit later but good opportunity for a little bit of um you know, personal development on certain things, uh, reading books, mm-hmm. you know, check, developing your tech skills, whatever it might be. I think I think there's a lot of opportunities if you are having to isolate or, or social distance. So, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I think, uh, and someone who always takes advantage of good opportunities, especially when it comes to ice cream toppings, is Mr. Johan Anderson. Hey, Johan. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are things with you? Yeah, I'm good. I have my ice cream because I've been home all day working. Um, quite busy though, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. But we're working from home in Stockholm, uh, so I have to come, you know, calm down with a good ice cream and some toppings. Well, you and need some. A... You need some uh, variety in your life. Oh, definitely. Um, and I have a really cool game for you on toppings tonight Ooh. as well. Nice, nice. So you've been. Uh, how long have you been working from home? When was when was that advice given out for you guys? Um, actually, today. But my company uh, that I work for, uh, we mainly can work from home anyway. So I've okay. been working for a, yeah a week, I would say, um, which is you know I have to take a walk every day to get out of the the house. We're allowed as long as you don't you know congregate too much with people. Yeah. Um, but it works. Fairly good, and we prepare. We have a preparation for the government now to uh, help schools when they close down. So it's very okay. interesting. And you're involved with that, aren't you? Yes, I am. Excellent. So uh, at least we know it's in good hands in that regard. <laughs> I, I <laughs> just just depends. Wise, it, yeah, yes. it depends who else is on it. But, you know, it's definitely you know, it's someone to keep you in check. And. I think uh, I think this will be a, a relatively easy where to cut, so. but we know <laughs> we know he's somewhere. We know we know where he is, but I think we can uh, we can we can say hello to him first. Hello, hey Kurt. guys. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're uh, we're prepping for well to lockdown um, of stores and oh, sorry uh, bars and restaurants just happened here in in Philadelphia, so that you know where I am. Um, yeah. Which was Kurt, I've, I've I've heard a rumor that, that this lockdown is not to do with the coronavirus, but it's to do with um, the overexcited uh, audience for where is Kurt? <laughs> oh yeah, it's like Beatlemania. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Beatlemania. It's like that scene out of a Hard Day's Night where the 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 Beatles are running through uh, Liverpool Station and all the fans are running after them. That's yeah. that's what it's like when Kurt yeah. Kurt goes. Kurt goes to get some groceries, and that's what happens. Yeah, next time it's I will do a uh, live recording from the rooftop. Useless. <laughs> yes, yeah, please. that's it. Yes, that's please. It. That's it. Well, if you do, if you do well enough, Kurt, we'll give you. Uh, if you pass the audition, we might give you the gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's um, so. How are you doing, Martin? Me, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I. Uh, was meant to have a training session today but um, it, it was cancelled due to lack of numbers and I think it's just with the current environment right now the, the sort of the main concern in, in the UK is you know we seem to have a different strain of the coronavirus which um, uh, affects everyone's bums because they have to buy lots of toilet paper oh um, apparently it's everywhere but uh, well this is you it. know Everywhere my theory else... about the the British 
What's that? I mean, the bad food. Apologies in advance to all the uh, British listeners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm he's glad. trying I'm to scare yeah. away a group every week. I mean, he's on fire today <laughs> with a charm offence. Yeah, exactly. Why you? My theory is why you all um, have the opportunity to rule the world, and you did, is because you can be in cocky, cocky shorts in Siberia or in the middle of Africa. That yes, because yes, there's this, no yeah. worms. Bacterias or viruses that can actually catch you because of the English food. Right. Okay. Because right. Uh, I'm glad I'm Scottish. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> that's my theory. Anyway. Yeah, there was a there was a, a meme going around, and for uh, people who don't know, there is a famous Scottish drink called Iron Brew, which is made from girders. So it's it's kind of an orange. There is actually no way to describe this. The, uh, the, the it shouldn't actually be this color, but it tastes delicious. So panic buying in Scotland is someone going with uh, twenty four bottles of uh, iron brew and a packet of crisps that's <laughs> that's that's panic buying in scotland okay that's, but no lately it's um yeah there, for some for some strange reason toilet roll pasta and yeah. uh, hand gel seem to be in low demand in the uk or high demand but low low supply what? so we there's obviously something happening in the uk that we don't know about no that's... but you know what they did in sweden Actually, the government went out and the biggest toilet paper producer in Sweden actually went on television saying, we're all good. We're going to produce more toilet paper. It was actually in the news. Okay. Which we, is hilarious. Yeah, it's a it's a bit crazy that that you know during this time of of global uh, yeah a global pandemic health crisis that the governments of you know the governments around the world are having to go on the TV and tell people that toilet roll isn't enough supply. I mean, if that is the state of affairs in twenty twenty, then I think you know we've got we've got bigger problems. It's like Monty Python, my friend. It really is. It's you know, it's it's either I mean, it's either a day after tomorrow style movie, it's like a Roland Emmerich movie where it starts off with the government's not listening to scientists, people going out and panic buying and stocking up with like forts. You know, I don't know if people are making like protective cases out of toilet roll and they're sitting behind their sofa. But there's something there is something going on. But other than that we don't we don't I thought fight. it was for arts and crafts um, and for, for kids to like write their homework that. on now. <laughs> paper mache that's what it is it's like an endless being a maths teacher we like it where it's all it's all on the one page so if it's just a big long roll of toilet roll then it means it's a big massive equation great ideas on the back of a napkin that's <laughs> it that's it massive toilet roll yeah so um yeah we've got a we've got a, a theme going on with this chat um but kurt why don't you you give everybody a, a kind of a rundown of the two chats that happened in EMEA and america and the hashtags yes. of the week um in EMEA was making the change that was hosted by damien parker laura hiltert and richard hopkin um and in america's chat we talked about alpha oh, sorry it was hosted by alfred sia and he talked about rethink redefine and redesign your teaching and then um, the chat, uh, the, sorry, the hashtag of the week, um, one uh, exactly is uh, hashtag slow chat, but then there's also distant learning and remote learning that are getting a lot of attention right now. They are indeed. And I'll uh, explain a wee bit more about uh, slow chat just in a, in a little bit. But um, guys, I, I think what we'll, what we'll do is obviously there was a, a wee bit of a, a chat around that, uh, around the, the two chats that took place. But we're going to pivot just slightly, I think, uh, just because it's a, it's a good approach to take, especially with the, the chats that are coming up. And um, this, this won't be the only time we address this. The wakelets for both those chats will be in. But I think, um, you know, we're having a little bit of a conversation about what the essential question for this week could be. And I think the, the essential question or looking at this, making the change, read the, rethink, redefine, redesign, that's all, you know, it, it, it kind of lends itself appropriately to remote mm -hmm. learning, distant learning, yeah. and getting yourself prepared for um for for actually teaching so i'm wanting to i want to pivot with this one a little bit because it's a it's an area that all four of us uh, have a strong interest in and the the essential question i want to ask is how do you maintain a level of professional development when working from home 
Um, what do you think about that as an essential question for today uh, for today's topic? Yeah, well, professional learning is always good, um, and, yeah. and trying to continue that that'll be an interesting talk. Yeah, I think it's, so. it's very needed in these times uh, because you're on the crossroad at the moment where you need to do it, uh, even if you don't like it. Well, it's on the fly um, too, yeah, and it's a lot of things. Yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. I mean. Looking at like, Twitter, what just came by the last few minutes is uh, it's a lot of talk about tools and how to use technology. Um, me personally, I'm more interested in how am I going to manage it all? Um, yeah. Making sure if you're, say you're a, I mean, Martin and, and, and yeah. Matt and Johan, you all have kids. So yeah. if you were yeah. teaching in a school, and now you have to prep materials for uh, your students and you have to make sure that the two or, or one kids that you have at home um, can still learn too. How will you manage that? Because it's easy to say, here's a bunch of homework and there's technology to mm -hmm. stay in touch. Um, but you're trying to like run a household too, I think. Can I, can I just Jump in. Uh, start with an attitude uh, question that I always discuss uh, when I... Uh, like talk to people is that I um, we're talking about the, a revolution of robotics um, before all this happens we were talking about the, the robotics is coming now and, and we had a couple of revolutions behind us and um, as a parent I'm not really eager and happy about this robotics revolution because I'm quite worried um, as I think you, you guys also are from that perspective. But on the other hand, as a professional, I need to understand that it's coming and I need to prepare the young people for that. So on a professional level, I will do everything in my power to um, prepare them for the life that they will live. But on a personal level, I'm quite worried. And I think that so, has to be separated. Um, and I think that's important. I don't know what you think, guys. So, sorry, just to, just to clarify, you're talking about, are you talking about just like automation? Or are you no, talking no, no. about Are you talking about teaching being replaced by an automated system? Or by no, no, a, no, teaching like, is no. not, uh, but we're talking about other things like it's going to be automated or uh, AI and, and things like that. So we have a re revolution right, that was right. coming. So you're, so that's what I was talking about back then. Now we can talk about like distance learning or whatever we need to do right now to, to support our kids. So the attitude towards that, you have to say, do I like it? No, maybe not. Do I need to do it? Because I need to prepare the children that I am. So I, you need to separate your feelings from your mind. Yeah, I think that's, okay. that's okay. really yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I yeah. think is yeah. important. So I just took it because before this happens, it was always the robotics thing yeah. that was coming up. That's the next revolution. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't want robotics to take all the jobs. But if yeah. that's going to happen, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's the speed yeah. where so, with, at which this is here yeah. now, where. You were on a professional talking level, about things I that need will happen to embrace in the future, it. but like this thing with yeah. this uh, virus now, as schools close down, and all of a sudden yeah. you go from a classroom teacher who might have done a little bit um, already yeah. to like a like a homeschooling teacher or a or a distance learning exactly. teacher, and it's here. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna hate yeah. it. You're gonna be worried. You're gonna be anxious. You're gonna be everything. I, but from a pref oh yeah, you understand what yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think. So I just thought yeah, it was yeah, important. You, to, yeah. I think in answer to that question, I think, um, and we alluded to this going back to what Johan was just saying then about the the, the robotic revolution is mm -hmm. is face to face is still important, um, and community probably now is even more important when you realise that you're you're potentially going to have that social distancing aspect. Um, Definitely, I think one thing I've learned over the last week or so is the power of community is is really really um, supportive. At times like this, I think mm -hmm. you are going to get a lot of fear in individuals, and they might not come out and say it in the way that is 
I need help. They could be defensive. They could be scared. They yeah. might get angry, but ultimately, they probably just like like Johan just said. They they probably have realised they need to do something now, and this isn't the time for I told you so's. And we could all four of us could sit here now and said, look, you know, no, no, absolutely, it's not. not that we saw this coming yeah. in any way, shape, or form, but but we've always argued that technology is is something you should probably embrace to some extent. Uh, That's now, exactly and now, yeah. and now yeah. you really do need to embrace it. And I think now is the moment to to just take stock of what we can do to help other people, build that community, um, open up the kind of um, conversations to say, look, what what can we do to help you? I think going back to your initial question of that balance of, you know, I'm going, I'm potentially going to have a child at home, and I've got to prep to support other people's children. Um, the school day is not nine till three. I, I think home learning doesn't isn't nine to three. I think you're going to have to start to understand your working practice might be a bit different. Do we look at live learning um, as opposed to access to snippets of learning? Um, yeah, you know, thirty children in a classroom for an hour all doing maths. Do you need to do that at home with one child? Probably not. If you can give focused attention for twenty minutes, is that better than an hour? So therefore, does that free up your day? Um, obviously we want to have children being independent so how do we give independent tasks but know that there is something to support them uh, be it a video or or whatever it might be um I, I think there's a lot of questions here that that we might be able to support people with the answer not just us by the way there's there's an awful education no no, no no we'll be able to support but i think the one thing to say is reach out and ask other people for help yeah so for, yeah, yeah, trying to find a uh, a study buddy um, yeah where someone who you think is more or less in the same situation and, and if you need someone to talk to, to try to go through and, and say, what have you tried and learn from each other, even, yeah. even more important yeah. now than uh, in any Massive. other. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, it's social, almost like social a... interaction, just to be able to phone someone up or FaceTime them or whatever and say, yeah. hey, how are you doing? You know, let's have five minutes of catch up, have a laugh, have a joke. I've got a question. Can you help me with this? Great. Thanks. You know, keeping those lines of communication are going to be as vital as the information that you get from that conversation. Yeah. And I think even, you know, collaboration is more important right now. So I can just uh, give a feedback from what we're doing. We, I have developers that are sitting in and developing and they're not doing it by themselves mm -hmm. because the moral goes down. So what we're doing, we have a hangout or a FaceTime or whatever. And that goes on all through the working day, even in the breaks. So they they really are talking to each other all day around. And we have meetings and things like that. So it's quite important, I think, with collaboration, yeah. even more now than before. That's where I'm interested in, in planning more than in... Um all the resources that are being shared now. I feel like it's a tsunami of open resources yeah. and um, yeah. video conferencing platforms that I can choose from. And every big tech company is coming out with, with some kind of package that, that we can do. But how can I, as a teacher, weed through what's right, what's wrong? That's, that's exactly my concern. Right now, there is, there is just an avalanche of things out there. I mean, you get tags, you get posts, you get tweets, you get messages that are sent out saying, we have given you such and such free for so long, or we have made this available to all teachers, or if you want extra licenses, just get in touch. Now, the generosity <clears throat> of that cannot be... I, you know, it cannot be undervalued and it cannot be taken down no, in any no, no. way whatsoever because it's an excellent mm -hmm. approach that they're doing. But as you're saying there, Kurt, and this is where I, I kind of started with this original, original question was, right now there are a lot of teachers who will not be in the same boat as us, which is to say that we, we could set up um, we could set up classes, we could set up courses, we could set up resources, all available to our learners and our colleagues whenever they wanted it, through the click of a button, as easy as that. Not all teachers will be in that position, not all pupils will know exactly yeah. where to get things. And yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like, yes, we have had this conversation for a long time where, as you said, Matt, it's not about rubbing it in anyone's face or saying, I told you so, but it's rather we have the knowledge, we have the experience, use that to your advantage. But where, do, where does Joe Bloggs' teacher 
teacher number one, day one, school closure, has sent home a child with a device, but has also sent home a pile of papers. Where does that teacher start so that they feel confident that on day five or day 10, or in some cases, day, you know, let's let's go down day 104, if we're looking at a 16-week closure. With a friend. With a friend. But yeah, but it's, again, it's, it's how do they know what friend? How do they, how do they, you know, do we, do we create a teacher genius bar? Do we, do we have a, a community of educators like us who man an online chat session? What, that, I think that's And those the, for me are the, best case scenarios. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. having a device going home and having access to, to get online, that's like, wow, that's for me now at the moment, best case scenario for, for distance learning. Um, we're trying to work with city center schools and rural schools and where, what are you giving home? Friday was maybe mm. the last time you would see your children. So now they're at home. They can't come in anymore. Um, they were depending on, on food that was in school. So what are we doing to help? Yeah, yeah. that's a massive that is a massive concern for a lot of schools around this area yeah. as well. The the area that, that, that I'm in in the northeast of Scotland has suffered its fair share of snow closures over the years. And there was one that I think the, the longest snow closure we had was 13, 14 days um, yeah. round about. And I spent that time uh, manning an email um, account. The email account was even put on the school closure website that said, if you need your password reset or access to work online, please email Mr. Coots. Right? And it was, and they gave the email address for them to get in touch with me. And my job during that school closure time was to sit there and reset passwords oh and um, remote work with remote work with staff. I mean, we're talking ten years ago, but can you know? There's there, there are situations where that will be the reality for yeah. a lot of people. I need to get access to my Flipgrid or I can't remember my G Suite for Edu account or my managed Apple ID has been locked out. What do I do? You know, there there will be those instances as well, as well as trying to make sure, I, I think uh, certainly in Scotland, if we, if we start to face school closures pretty soon, our national examinations start on the 27th of April. You know, if if that starts to if that starts to have a knock on effect <coughs> in national examinations, as well as trying to make sure that those staff those staff are confident enough that they don't just give away a pile of of uh, past examination papers, but well, they're you, able to give worthwhile formative feedback to pupils. Do you have digital exams? <coughs> no, but this is this, this is, is good this luck. This makes me wonder, guys. I was just going to say this is this is something that you know. I I just hope that a lot of these questions that we kind of discuss now are lessons learned down the line of when you just said yeah. about password yeah. resetting yeah. for how long has that power been in the hands of very few people when it doesn't need to be in the hands of very few people um but but ultimately you know in my school when i when i still taught there it was like if you if you forgot your password you went to the it technician's office there was one person in there and if he wasn't yeah. in there you couldn't get your password reset you know at that that doesn't. Can, yeah. can I give you? Can I give? If, if oh, we if sorry. we take on the load of look, ICT is in the hands of everybody now, and a certain amount of that control can be in the hands of everybody. And I'm not saying we're going to solve that now. It's it's not going to be solved for this coronavirus, um, because you know people need no. to think about what they have and what they do currently work in in order to make that work best for everyone. But I think at the same time there needs to be people considering the what lessons do we need to learn from this so that the next time this happens and we hope it doesn't but let's not take it off the table we are prepared better than we yeah. have been this time i just have a, a suggestion um that we have a, in one software so literally in one software we have a domain and if you log into that uh, software through that domain, you get an email because we know that domain is good. So you can always get in. It doesn't matter where you are. So there's no password even. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of online services do that. Yeah. Medium does Which that. Is... Slack does that. There's yeah. yeah. There's a so lot of... so you get an email back, and then you just verify, and then you get in. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and that's, uh, yeah, and that's, and that's exactly what I mean, Johan. There are. 
these things exist, yeah. yeah? And no, and, that's and lessons learned. Yeah. Exactly what you just said then. It's maybe not the answer for anybody now, but it's something that no. that would would definitely need to be raised post-event. And, and you know what people are like. They, once everything's fine, people won't want to listen again because everything's fine. But, but there yeah, needs exactly. to be people in every institution that takes stock of the issues that they face <clears throat> now and put something in place for the next yeah. time it happens, to whatever extent it is. Like you said, Martin, school closures because of, of wind, because of rain, because of snow, because yeah. of protests, because of whatever it might be. If, if school is suspended for a day, have you got a plan of attack so that it's not an issue and continuity of learning yeah. can carry on? So uh, I think my advice would be for whoever that person might be in the school to just even just make a little notepad and just just think, right, this was an issue so we need to paper over the crack now but then we need to actually come up with a long-term solution what has been the issue that's held us back actually we had some schools in here in stockholm that works with uh, uh, google for education or g suits for education and they just put all the schedule within uh, meets or hangouts and they just closed the school down, moved everyone home, and then they have... So you have to attend. And every single class has a Hangout um, URL, so you can attend, or, or you had to attend. And in the end of every class, they go through a form, and they check that everyone uh, really understood the material. It's quite mm. extraordinary. So, so, and that's kind of that's kind of best. That's that's kind of brass ring, isn't it? That's exactly what you want schools to be able to do. And I think, I think the I think the concern that that Matt and I and I think Kurt as well, and I think we're all trying to raise, is the fact that right now there will be some schools that are sitting there going, "What are we going to do? School's going to close. Yeah. How are we? We don't have we don't have." the skill set or we might want to do this but we don't have the time how can we get access to this so that we can start to implement some of that just now as Matt says mm. put some toothpaste over the cracks and just kind of I, I appreciate that I just wanted to uh, it wasn't uh, you know like in anyone's face I just wanted to tell you that some of the schools had done yeah. it and it's doable so I wanted to give you a bit of yeah. Hope, yeah, yeah. hope. He wasn't absolutely uh, like oh, we have everyone that. I mean, we've bad. Got it. We've got it here as yeah, well. We've, so, got, we've sorry. got a lot of schools that are using <laughs> it. Uh, it that came are using yeah. really yeah. wrong. No, no, There's no. Also, not at all, but no it's, I think it's that came by on a thread that I was following. Um, things to think about is: Can you deliver um, at, for for people with a disability? Um, oh, yeah. definitely. So, because yeah. over here in the U.S., there's laws that. Um, if you cannot offer the same um, way of learning, then you you can't even start to think about distance learning. Um, if you can't do it for all, then you can't do it. So yeah, I was reading that before, oh, okay. um, and, and not just not just with that. I was also reading something about some unions saying that that uh, people aren't trained to do distance learning and the, the, the skill set that that goes with that. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's yeah. not an easy, it's not an easy thing. But again, you know, I, I can only kind of go back to that hope that people are learning from this. I think I want to be positive yeah. all the time and think that there's, there's lessons here to be learned. There's opportunities here. Um, and again, we, we talked about this earlier, not to sound opportunistic, but there's opportunities here to, to raise the profile of something from a pedagogical point of view. Um Rather than it just being about flick a switch and, and turn on seesaw well. or showbiz, it's not about that because you do have to have the thought that goes behind it, and and hopefully this will make you know yeah. not doesn't have to be every teacher. We know what it's like, you know, every teacher has a different skill set, but at least to have somebody in every school have a have an idea of it, so that if this happens, they can take a lead in that in that school and have a have a bit of a plan. Because I think some of this is about the taking people by storm. And they haven't got a plan, and that then puts everyone on yeah. the back foot. And it's hard to come up with a plan from a distance. If everybody is in isolation yeah. and you're trying to coordinate people from a distance, that's pretty tricky. If you have a plan and everyone's been in the same that's room tricky, when the yeah. plan was yeah. disseminated, at least everybody knows what the plan is. 
then they can look for the help. Then they can find their study buddy or whatever it might be, because they know the, mm-hmm. the you know uh, the code to follow, so to speak. You know, for, for what we do if this yeah. happens. So, talking about professional learning the... and bringing it back to Martin's original question, um, what would be some of the steps that, as a classroom teacher, and I'm I'm stuck in some piece of technology, um, what are my first three steps? Where would I go to? Say, for instance, um, I'm trying to set up a Zoom um, with a classroom, and I it's the first time. So, who do I reach out to? Where do I go to look for? Um, are there any like just plain obvious places that I would go to, or do I just start googling stuff? I think. Colleagues. I think nine times. Well, I was going to say I think nine times out of ten, the FAQs on the websites are always are always a kind of good place to start because what they sometimes what they sometimes link to is if you go to the FAQs or you go to the get in touch with us, there's always the social media options at the bottom. Um, you know, there's the Twitter icon, the Facebook icon, Instagram, whatever it mm-hmm. is you're using. And nine times out of 10, when you click on one of those icons, if it's a, if it's a company like Zoom or a Google Hangout or a Microsoft Teams, you know, something that, that is that has an education component to it. Nine times out of ten, these companies are quite good at engaging with educators who are actively using their products. Yeah. And they'll retweet the some of the things that they're doing. They'll share some of the things that they're doing. And it might be, you know, there, there would be like a good news story. See how Kurt Kleinen is using Zoom with his students. Um, read the case study here. And it would it would then give, ah, maybe that's Kurt Kleinen, someone that I can reach out to and, and ask some questions of. So I, I always go to the yeah. FAQs on the on So the official websites to go first. So if you're looking for anything... Um, Apple support related, then just go to the Apple support on YouTube or yeah, support or, Apple, or yeah. on Twitter yeah, yeah. and look at that. Same for other companies. And then if I you're think, still stuck, try to reach out to a, to someone, think, a buddy or someone or an expert. Just said, like, if, if your school's saying to you Zoom, you would assume that someone in the school has an understanding of that. And yeah, I think I'd almost want. I'd, I don't. I don't want to assume that. Colleagues, as well. Go on, Kurt. You were saying you don't want to assume. Oh, sorry. I yeah. don't want to assume that. I think um, what I've been, been observing um, lately is all of a sudden there's this, we need to have distance learning. What's out there? There's Zoom. Yeah. There's, there's yeah, that's, teachers that just went Microsoft Teams. And we've, yeah. we've got three solutions. Now that's pick one. Worries, Which one's free for now? That's the one the we're going to pick. Worries me. And I think where I've seen good practice, it's because, and I'm not saying this always is the leaders in the school, by the way. I've seen somebody take a handle of it from within the school and make those decisions so that you do have that person to go to. Now, if you were that person who has to make that decision to say, we're, we're doing this, I would want that person to have checked those things that Martin just said so that I can be your first point to go to. Yeah. So it's coordinated because, mm-hmm. you know, social media is fantastic. And, and, you know, I've been suggesting people get onto social media because there's an awful lot of good advice there. But again, if you're new to social media, that in itself is a whole other world to, of, of worry and panic. So I think my best advice would still be that somebody in the school makes that decision and and at least gathers some resources to say, this is the website, here's some case studies, or, or here's a hashtag to follow on social media or whatever it might be, so that everybody then can start that discussion about what did you find and what do you think and how did you find it best to work rather than off you go into the wilderness and, and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. And Kurt as well, when you, when you think about when you do a post for, for example, on a blog or in Google classroom or anywhere, I don't think about, I can't really think about every specific person that, that I have in a class, but I can think about, different kind of ways of learning and I can really understand that so I I keep that as a thing that I want to well, do. Challenge-based learning is definitely a really nice approach in this situation I think. <clears throat> definitely or yeah. reaching all learners for example like if um, I have a sound uh, file together with a pdf and I have a video so then I have a lot of things covered even though they have challenges as well so if you're blind even or if you go that far 
you actually thought about it. And I think it's very important that everything that you give out, uh, not only today and in, in this situation, I think you should do it every day. I mean, in normal teaching as well. I think you should always do reaching all learners. I agree. I agree. Massively, Johanna, so and not just that. I mean, I, I was having a discussion with someone today um, in university, and, and obviously our university is huge, and there's lots of people there that haven't got anything to do with teaching, in the sense of that you know they might be doing a, a physics course or, or or sociology or something because that's the career they might be looking to go down. Whereas I'm teaching teachers, and my point is I don't want to just use a, a tool now because it fits. For what we're doing at university if i'm going to be using a tool i'd like that tool to be something that which in itself teaches my students what they can do in the future so i want to have a, a think about those tools and have more purpose to it so it's accessibility yes it's also thinking about you know i'm going to teach you now what creating videos is all about because it's also something that you can do in your own practice when you when you qualify as teachers Yeah, because I, I don't think you have to go that far that you have accessibility. There are just people yeah. that like to learn from different yeah. ways of, yeah. So and that's it, my yeah. point. And I think that's absolutely valid. You know, why don't you, why don't you consider the, the different things that you can have um, that allow that child to access it at any time of the day, um, access it in any media that they feel they need to, and... Yeah, it just ticks the access. I'm not saying it ticks the accessibility box because I don't want it to be a box to be ticked, but it's it's no, the process. because it's just yeah, different yeah. kind of learning approach of learning. That's why I think it's important. And of course, you have to think about accessibility as well. That's not your but driver. it shouldn't be yeah. something special. No, it's because different people learn different, and it should also reach yeah. all the way to accessibility. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter that it's now, yeah. it should have been there before. Okay. So I think, uh, yeah, so the, <laughs> I think we went on a slight tangent there from Kurt's question. Though, didn't <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Kurt, Kurt was asking, right, yes. what do you do if you've got a new bit of software? Oh, and sorry, guys. Answer, well, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, I just wanted to know, like, it was the first step. It was only a yes, no question as well. Step. You reach <laughs> out to an expert. Yeah. Um, that's it yeah some somebody who's on it i just want to prevent everyone to, to start making the same screencast videos now and then i know yeah. this is this is it i think i think we're in danger of screen record <laughs> overload aren't we it's definitely you know it's I, I think um and matt and i were having a conversation about this today um obviously apple professional learning is a big a big part of what happens all over um anywhere that, that people are using apple technology and one of the things that has been sort of poised or discussed is how does that work if you're doing it remotely because it obviously works best when there's a face-to-face -face aspect when you're in the school, you're speaking to the uh, you're speaking to the leaders, you're speaking to the the digital lead, you're speaking speaking to the, the the classroom teacher and the pupils. Now, if that aspect is taken away, i.e., you can't you're you're in self isolation or you're in a, a you know especially like the the UK, which is you know it's one nation but four different countries with four different approaches to things. There could be a very real possibility that Scotland goes in a lockdown, but I still work with teachers in England and Wales. Um, so what what do we do if APL suddenly becomes remote? How can we look at it? So Matt and I were were having a discussion about this earlier on today. And sorry guys, Matt Don't and I let on. Talk, we have uh, with the podcast. The group. Oh, was sorry. that a spin off uh, <laughs> spoiler? <laughs> I know. Jan and I talk a lot, and, and we're thinking about doing another podcast too. <laughs> Damn. Because we all you. think you're idiots. No, um, but we were, we were talking about um, sort of taking uh, an EPL session or a, a group of sessions and turning it into an off the shelf. Um, almost like a Skillshare style course where you there would still be aspects where we would come into the school, but there would also be um, sort of aspects where there would be video tutorials, but there would also be walkthroughs with support materials. So I think 
if you are someone like us who is heavily involved in developing the resources to help members of staff to be that person, as Matt says, the go-to, the, the person who's maybe got a bit of knowledge, who has searched through the FAQs, who has maybe seen everyone in their school beginning to panic and part of their work will be to sit and put together some resources. I think it's a good idea to think about it as a structure. Think about as, right, um, Johan is going to be starting to do a creativity session. I know he was looking at it maybe doing some of that. He's maybe at the beginning level of that, so he needs video one. Or, you know, Matt is a little bit further ahead. He's going in to do some coding, but he's maybe going to be on a video six. So it's almost like having a it's almost like having a rubric or a, a matrix grid where you can kind of go, right, I'm level one, so I need video two. I'm level two, so I need video six. And it's almost like, like having this little chart that you can find yourself on and then find this find this resource that you could use well i'm all over it obviously because we have the conversation the other two are yeah i know you're on it yeah they don't like it was just they don't like i know the silence had just completely went there i know i think (laughs) we're like we're like we're listening and we'll discuss it privately afterwards (laughs) exactly But yeah, that's so, that's that's kind of a a, disc- a, a thought process that's, yeah. that's going on. I just think, now. like, how can we as people who um, provide professional learning um, be there now for for teachers who um, are swimming, yeah, and trying not to drown and and looking for yeah um, a hand to, to help them? Um, so it's almost like doctors without borders. We're not saving lives in that way, um, but we we are trying to um, save a teacher from um the technology that they're in and and trying to see the positive in it um so i think that's probably something we could do as as people who are a little bit more advanced in technology because we've been playing around with it for long but when it comes down to teaching it always comes down to basics and and a teacher is a teacher i I said that to someone the other day actually they they were asking about online teaching i said Stick to your pedagogy. What you do in the classroom is what you would do online. You still got to consider your questioning. You've got to consider the resources that you that you use. You've got to consider how you assess um, development. It, it, all of those things are the same. Yeah, you just yes, it's a it's a big change yeah. of approach if you've always done it in a traditional way. But at heart, good teachers will know what they need to do for their learners and there are plenty of people out there who will who will help and coach you through this um if if that's what you need you just need to i think at this point there's so many people i've seen on twitter offering help i think you just need to be bold enough to to just take people up on that offer and you know i know, I know personally for me and i'm sure you guys are the same if someone reached out to me on twitter and said can i can i spare 10 minutes of your time to ask you some questions we're all in the field exactly. of wanting to do that for people anyway so um, of course, you know, if if you can help yeah. in any way, shape or form, um, you know, we're going to offer that help. We can't teach you lessons for you, but we can certainly hold your hand through, you know, your first steps into putting yourself online in, in whatever form your school is asking you to do it or, or point you in the direction of somebody else who's doing some fantastic stuff. Because, you know, I think that's just that's what innately why we do what we do anyway. So. That's brilliant, Matt. You That's should right, teach yeah. in uni or something. Well, I was actually, I was actually going to say, um, have you got, have you got ten minutes to take me through a jingle? Because I'm, I'm quite keen to see what you've, you've come up with for, uh, got... for, for this week's uh, challenge. Um, yeah. With your, with your jingle, are we? Um, have we got anything else we want to, we want to say about the, the professional learning? And uh, this, uh, this isn't going to be the so. only time when we come to talk about the, the chats that are happening. I don't think and, so. And the, the new changes to the chat this week, I think um, we're going to have plenty more weeks to, that we can elaborate on this. But what do we say? We we um, take a quick break there and when we come back, we'll dive into challenges with Matt. Sounds like a plan. Challenge. Matt. There we go. Nice. 
That's a bit, yeah, that was a bit. Um, so how's your son did, did you hear his voice in the middle of it? There was the giveaway that I didn't do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was that too good. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He did help me out this week. I oh, know, he, he's he did brilliant. Help me out. He's Guys, brilliant. Uh, yes, it is, it is that time of the show where I get to take over and it all descends into absolute chaos. Um Right, so this week's challenge, or the, the challenge that we'll talk about this week, um, was set a couple of weeks ago, and I came up with the idea of uh, linking it to like World Book Day in the UK, and um, the, the, I can't remember what it was called over in the US, Kurt Reading Week, or... Yeah, we had a yeah. Uh, um, week. So we said, look, you know, a take a picture week. of yourself um, and turn yourself into uh, your, one of your favourite uh, book characters. So um, I'm going to start with Johan's, and because we've alluded to it already, uh, Johan, um, it's obviously <laughs> not designed for radio talk. This, um, but do you want to explain to people who you put yourself as? Not... <laughs> yeah, I literally yeah. find myself as Snape uh, because um, <laughs> I'm just pure <laughs> evil. Snape wasn't no, evil. No, I'm, I'm, I'm this, yeah, but uh, you know, I'm not really black or white. I'm in between, so you know, I understand I'm evil, but I'm not. I'm I have evil. no idea I'm not. where I'm you're evil. going with it. And that's me. <laughs> Was that meant know. to be your Alan Rickman impression? I don't because know. That it was, was not. So you can, I you can check that out, Mr. Potter. You can check that out on our You are much better. <laughs> now well, I oh. have a magic wand. Um, oh. You can check that oh. out on our Twitter feed. Oh. Martin, Sorry. what was your what was your entry into this? Uh, I was Merlin yeah. from um, Once and in so King. yeah, you uh, you added in some. I went with Mr. Twit um, from Twit. Thank you very much. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> and he has a habit of doing this, Kurt steals the show because not only did he do oh, a, a yeah, book yeah. character, but he linked it into the theme that runs through everything. Now, people could argue that my <laughs> Mr. Twit does the same thing. Um, but yeah, Kurt's Where's Kurt's uh, picture was an absolute beaut, and it's had a, a lot of love, a lot of love on Twitter. Oh, um, thanks, beautiful. Of... Thanks. It was actually really hard to do it with just markup because I had to uh, draw the outline at least three, four times um, because I decided uh, to do Wally's shirt and um, to be able to do that and trace the picture that was underneath. So I wouldn't recommend markup for it. I would stick to Keynote if you want to trace. Um, so I was the only one who actually stuck to the actual question. Yeah. Brilliant. I win. Right. Um, we did have one from... We did have one. Yeah. I did it all in markup. I did it in markup. Yeah, okay. And that's what you asked. Take a selfie and, and trace it in markup. We did have one entry from uh, Richard Hopkins in this. He... Um, I mean, check it out if you go onto our feed uh, at Last Recap. He is the hungry caterpillar, but as he says in his own words, he looks like a raging. Yeah, rabbit, I saw that. Um, Brilliant. Uh, from the seventies, so yeah, <laughs> in, an interesting one, uh, guys. So it's Pete, Peter Rabbit who ate a exactly, hungry yeah. caterpillar. So the challenge, the challenge this week. I'm just going to keep it nice yeah. and simple. Actually, um, I want you to go into Keynote and I want you to make a logo for yourself. Using only the shapes, so you can blend the shapes together, change the colors, oh, only yes. shapes, no words, just a logo that identifies yourself. Could be activities you're interested in or something like that, but yeah, just nice. create a logo using basic shapes and then take a screenshot and share it with us. Um, hashtag challenge Matt and at last recap, and then hopefully, we get some audience participation, people sharing um, if they get a moment. But remember. In times like this, take a break and have a bit of fun with us as well. So, and you might learn a couple of new skills. So, yeah, cool. Let's see what you come up with. All right, excellent. That's yeah, I love that one. That's um, that's that's really good. I now have, I'm now thinking of uh, some super answers. I mean, Johan was <laughs> is so excited that he's left already to go and do it. It's that's, that's the attitude we want. That's, that's, that's how excited he is. I'm hoping he comes back. That's that's exactly it. That's that's how good he is. <laughs> now he's asking what happened, folks. This is awesome podcasting. 
He's just it's like it's like someone who's been on like a four day bender has just woken up drunk going, Well I, I, last I checked we were podcasting. What's happened? So, so let's see if he comes he back. He had a whole game show about his toppings. I'm, I'm a little a little he did, sad. He now. did. Let's see if he uh if he makes it or not. One, oh, two, still no you are. Oh, there you What happened? Don't know. It you was... went off to do my challenge. <laughs> you early. just stopped. Yeah, I pressed that button when I got bored sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> <Barely>. <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> right, we'll kick it. We'll just keep going. Right, he's back. He is here. Uh, Johan, what happened? Did you get so excited that you had to go and do Matt's challenge right away? Yeah, it was... Uh... A lot of toppings on the ice cream, so I just need to concentrate. That's okay. It. Well, yeah. everyone's been excited about your uh, about your toppings challenge. So, do you want to do you want to talk about that just now, or do you want a a couple of extra minutes to compose yourself after? Yeah, the Yeah, I need some extra minutes, please. You need some extra minutes. Okay, um, guys, we're going to start wrapping up the show, but before we start to do Johan's toppings and all of that type of thing, um, Kurt, why don't we look at the two chats that are coming up? Um, on March 17th, and I'll uh, give a bit of an explanation about slow chat as well. All right, great. Um, let's start with the first chat, and um, that's on March 17th at 8 p.m. GMT. That's Learning at Home, and that's hosted by uh, two of our friends, Aram Shalom and Gerard Grayley. Um, and uh, then the America's chat is Supporting Teachers and Students During School Closures, hosted by Mia Morrison and Kelly Croy. And that's um, Tuesday, March 17 at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Excellent. Um, so the I'm going to give you a little bit of insider baseball about uh, how these chats kind of come together. So on uh, Thursday, we were we were asked if we could take part in a call on Friday about uh, introducing a new thing called Slow Chat. And it's designed um, specifically around the conversation that we've just been having. How do you support teachers uh, during this time when uh, schools are closed? Or, you know, a large part of EMEA are under lockdown just now. America, you know... Uh, Kurt, you were just saying that yeah. the Americas are beginning to go through that. So the idea was introduced to bring in slow chat. So Miriam Walsh and I, uh, who both uh, help facilitate the chats for EMEA, we uh, help organise the hosts. We send the questions off to get approved. We create the graphics and so on. We are going to be doing slow chat starting on Wednesday. Um, and the idea is that we take the chat from the previous night um, so in this case, it will be the learning at home uh, chat that Aram and Gerard are, are hosting. And over the next six days, so the Wednesday through to the, the Monday, we are going to be um, sharing question one, question two, but just one question per day. And that starts at 8 a.m. And the idea is that we uh, want 24 hours just talking about the one question and Americas are going to do the same but it's going to it's going to kind of slow it down I mean you know yourself you've all been involved in Apple EDU chat you know how quickly that hour goes when you're hosting you get five minutes or ten minutes to answer a question um, that you know you're you're sometimes still trying to think of an answer for question one and question two is posted. Um, at least with this, it's going to stretch out the conversations. And what's going to happen certainly on the EMEA side is that we're going to have this learning at home chats as a theme. So the, the chats for the next three weeks are all going to come under this learning at home umbrella. They're all going to be very similar in the, the respects where it will be how do you support parents, pupils, staff, everything like that when they are doing learning from and at home. Um, so that's the idea with slow chat is that it's going to take each week's questions and stretch it out so that we can we can get a little bit more in depth with some of the approaches that we can take. Sounds cool. good. That sounds good. Yeah. Nice. It's a great idea. It's really exciting. And it's uh, shout out to uh, the guys from Apple who um, it was their idea. Uh, it, it wasn't really anything that it kind of Matt and I were chatting Sunday, was it Matt? Um, and we were Please saying don't that go back the, to the we have conversations. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry. It'll upset people. <laughs> <laughs> but we were the the approach that that we kind of thought was actually sounds like a lot what we do 
where we kind of maybe take the chat and we kind of spin it around a little bit and we maybe go a little bit more in depth we hear some more things that people have to talk about so it's quite it's quite interesting to it's quite interesting to see how much of a trendsetter uh, this show is actually becoming um you know we're we're really beginning to we're beginning to mold the conversation so you're welcome guys <laughs> it's all the prep that uh, that's been uh, and the talk that's been going on before we get on the on the calls. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's uh, it's the individual chats, but you know that way. It's it's kind of like Miriam's kind of very similar to the to the four of us and the you know there's there's people that bring out the the best in you. You know, yeah, like but she has three... good qualities as well, Mark. She does. Yeah, that's, that's very true. I know. <laughs> you just put it down by saying she's I know, similar to us. <laughs> But no, what I was what I was trying to say was Miriam's kind of like you know if Miriam's like my sister, then you three are like the 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 drunk uncles that I see at one meeting <laughs> or one family uh, event a year. Really? Um, but no, it's that it's that way where we all kind of bounce ideas off each other, and it's yeah when you go through a when you go through a. a a process or when you go through a career where you have colleagues and friends that that you can bounce ideas off you kind of start to see things take shape and you start to see things evolve and i think that's i think that's something now more than ever is is important with so many people who are maybe going to be working from home feeling a bit self-isolated the community aspect the friendship aspect the fact that there is someone out there that can help you quite you know quite willingly quite easily just reach out, just say something, just ask them, just get in touch. It's, it's, it's excellent for that. I think, I think probably at this point, Matt, on the back of that, we, we should also kind of highlight the, the questions with Matt a bit again um, from a serious point of view. And, it, and it's not that you're asking me my advice specifically, you know, just use the hashtag questions with Matt because we, we know where to find it. But if you've got a question for any of us, really, if we can help in any way, then, um, you know, I think this is the serious side of the serious, but not please do yeah. get in touch. And it doesn't have to be a question that you want answered live on air. You know, just use the hashtag if you want to ask us mm-hmm. anything. If we can help, we will. Even a point that someone once raised, yeah, uh, they maybe want other people to see some of the some of the the responses that they get around a general topic. Maybe you're wanting uh, colleagues that you work with. I mean, I certainly know Bronwyn uh, Desjardins does does that quite a lot. She'll she'll put out the ZA Edu. Uh, hashtag so that people who follow that hashtag will also see some of the things that happen. So, so yeah, even if it's just a highlight, I mean, just uh, jumping on what Matt said there, and because it's a brilliant idea. If there is something that you want to address or highlight, then it's a good starting point as a discussion. I think we've kept everyone waiting long enough. Johan, have you got these toppings quiz ready to go? Definitely. Um, right. <laughs> Why don't you kick into that and then take us into the wrap-up, my friend? Yeah, so I, I uh, will ask you for colours. So you have to answer as fast as you can. Okay. And it's the colours of the toppings, okay? Right. So, you know, we talked about, you know, different kind of areas of toppings uh, last time. So we get get saucy and yes. we got top it off and um, freshen up and go nuts. And, and that's your areas where you, you, you have to work. So are you ready, boys? Yeah. Yes. So what's the color for caramel sauce? Brown. Right. Oh, Matt. One point. Yes. Strawberry sauce. Red. Red. Kurt, are you there? I am there. I'm there. It takes a little long. I see the colors and in the gradient. So, I mean, for me, it's like a. I'm very specific. You say strawberry sauce. It's a strawberry red. No, no, I don't think that's my at point least away. half. <laughs> yeah, no, hang on. The, no, it was just color. I've said a color. I win the point. Two nil. Go. Next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> M&M's oh, all colors oh, yeah. Kirk, most of them are brown I would have said brown yeah, yeah. Oh. That's Chuck- a, actually that's an experiment that they do it's 30% is uh, brown and then 20% yellow and um, 20% red I think and then the other one are 10% in, in each bag thank you um, <laughs> banana yellow, yellow. Oh, Kurt, actually, it was fast. Oh, oh hang on. Uh, right. che- cherries. Red. Red. Brown. Oh, dark red. 
Don't eat the bat. Don't eat them. Don't eat them. <laughs> Jelly beans. Blue. All, All colors. colors. Oh, Martin, your first point. Oh. And let's go with Oreos. Brown. Black. Brown and white. I don't know who said that. I said black. That was me. It is. It's totally me. Sprinkles. <laughs> Multicolored. All colors. Rainbow. <laughs> okay, so we have a winner. Uh, Max, yes. you won. Yeah. Good. What do I win? Uh, you win uh, vacation. Five more minutes of airtime. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> I think you win a calculator because ah. Johan can't count clearly. Oh, come on, Ben. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Mr. <laughs> Mr. One Point. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mac three. Mac it's two. better to make one point and be essential than to make three points that don't mean anything. Yeah. I mean clearly Kurt getting three points means he didn't win. I'll leave See? it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just want toppings. Why I think we... I think exciting. we need I think next time we need an independent adjudicator for this because that was that just got way too No, this is too fast. my I thought I would have you know, my... we talked about this. You know when we talk, we talked about is that I would win this one. <laughs> no, we said that the yeah. man has to win the first one so you can Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, otherwise he would be suspicious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's it. So, so how are you going to turn that into a challenge for everybody, Johan? What, what's the? Are, are we going to just get people to tweet random colours at you? No, uh, for the next we're week? not. We're not because I don't want to. You know, I think that would take be awesome. Matt. He's going to be upset if someone's you know tweeting anything else except what he's talking about. So except the locals. It. Yeah, okay. exactly. Just focus that's, on the that's very. That's very fair. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we? Do, why don't we combine the two and we say that um, people that are making a logo have to do it with a single color? Well, um, we could, <laughs> if it was called challenge with Martin, but it isn't. I've said this to you before. Questions <laughs> yeah, with Matt but questions with Martin. That's what I told you. <laughs> Shut up. But just, but just remember, <laughs> as, the, as the kind of as the host, as the, the kind of the anchor, as the one that brings all of this together, <laughs> is it not my job to give you ideas and then you guys just run off? With can we do it off air? <laughs> can we do? Can we talk about this off air? <laughs> yeah. again? Right. Can Please. We, am I? Am I basically just? Am I like the queen? Am I just a figurehead? Yes, you're queen. But not at this. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Off with your head. I think before we say anything else, we're going to regret. Johan, why don't you wrap us up? (laughs) So where can we find us? Um, I think individually, uh, you can find us at Twitter. (laughs) But it's even more, as you said, uh, Matt, it's uh, the serious part now because I think we can help. Um, if someone needs to reach out, and I think uh, you can do it on Twitter. So, Matt, where can you, or where can we find you? Uh, so I am at uh, Matt six four five three. So it's M A T six four five three. Martin, I'm at M Coots C O U D D S eight one. And Kurt, I am M E S D R K U R T. And you can find me at Anderson underscore edu. And thank you for downloading this podcast. If you like the show, please rate and review us. Listeners, comments and ratings keep us high in the rankings so the new listeners can find us. Be sure to find us at Last Recap on Twitter for more news and podcasts. Martin. Thanks very much. Uh, guys, thanks again for an awesome show. The seriousness, the uh, but not, the, the fact that, that once again we bounce off the, each other. The but, topics. Uh, the top, <laughs> I know. The, the, I think the important part is that, you know, the this is a community. Everyone out there is part of that community that is listening. If you are involved in a school closure and you are in an area that has been badly hit, stay safe, stay um, stay healthy. Remember to, um, you know, it, it might sound like, but wash your hands, make sure you're, you're keeping yourself sorted. And please um, reach out. And please reach out, absolutely. Um, on that note, Mr. Johan Anderson, say goodbye. Uh, thank you very much, and hey, Doa. Kurt Kleinen. Thank you, and top scenes.
Yeah, you stay safe. And Mr. Matthew Pullen. Bye. (laughs) 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 And on that absolutely tremendous bombshell, it's a goodbye from me. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. See you all next time.